Welcome, everybody. Episode 3, little mini episode for you guys tonight. Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is Chicago Sports Crunch Radio on the Windy City Sports Network, guys, WCSN. Episode 3. We're going to run this song for a little bit. Love Incubus. Megalomaniac. Keep it on the low here. So today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a quick recap of the week's sports for you guys. And a little bit of a promo for a show that we're going to be doing on Friday. That we're doing some nice studying and uh, getting ready for here. With me today, in Studio One, WCSN's Studio One is the man behind the plan, the producer of the show, Mush Jackman. Hey guys, glad to be uh, glad to be here again. Mush is going to be the regular. I would also like this moment, although we do not have the third member, to declare ourselves with Sammy the Bull. The Chicago Tree Party. We will be hosting Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. So, what we have, guys, is I want to really quick just go through and give you guys uh, some of the social media and stuff we got going on uh, so you guys can follow us, join us, like us, listen to us, do whatever you guys would like, comment us, email us, do all that stuff. Um, Good stuff. We want to hear input from everybody. We've got a Twitter account and a Facebook account. Follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN, the number or number three, WCSN, at the WCSN, the number three. Sorry about that. Uh, you got a very important call there, Jackman. Uh, also, we have uh, our Facebook page. Like us on our Facebook page, Windy City Sports Network. Uh, a little confusion, though, on our Facebook page, Windy City is two words. Uh, our logo and our official name, Windy City, is one word. We are, guys, and I'm happy, 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 just like Duck Dynasty to announce this, that we are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud for your listening pleasure. Uh, If you guys go to iTunes, all you have to do is download the podcast app on your iPhone, your iPad. It's free, no charge, so you guys don't have to worry about dropping any money on this. This is a completely free show. And in the search bar, put in Windy City, one word, Sports Network, and you'll see both of our shows on there, which will be Chicago Sports Crunch Radio and Wrestle Talk Radio. Wrestle Talk Radio is with me, Legend the Levi, and Wild Bill, Billiam Wallace. And we are the Windy City Wrecking Crew on WTR. Uh, subscribe to our page, please. Give us five stars, whatever. Make sure you guys leave comments for us and good reviews so we can uh, get some feedback from our audience of what they like listening to, what they don't like listening to. On Stitcher Radio, uh, this is also available for Android phones, and this is why we we jumped onto the Stitcher uh, network there. So Stitcher Radio is also a free app. So on Android and on iPhone or uh, iPads or what have you, uh, any other tablets, you can download the Stitcher app. Stitcher is spelled S-T. I-T-C-H-E-R. 
download the app, and then again, in the search bar, you're going to put in Windy City, one word, Sports Network. You'll see both our shows, like both our shows, and you will uh, see both our shows there. SoundCloud uh, is the format we use, so you can go on SoundCloud as well and follow us on SoundCloud and go through there. Uh, on SoundCloud, although, it's going to be a little bit different. If you put in Wrestle Talk Radio, you'll see WTR Show, and if you put in Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, you'll get our CSCR Show. Uh, if you guys want to email us directly, please email us on our separate each email. Each show has a separate email, WrestleTalkRadio, WCSN, at gmail.com. Uh, for anything WTR related. And if you want to go on the CSCR, go to Sp- Chicago Sports Crunch, WCSN, at gmail.com. Again, guys, please leave your comments, concerns, anything that you guys can uh, leave for us would be greatly appreciated. We want to know how we're doing. We want feedback from you guys. We want to make sure that everything that we do is is pleasurable to you guys and entertaining to you guys first and foremost uh, and to give us a reason to continue to keep uh, pumping the show out. So um, what we have for you guys today, um, we decided to do a little quick uh, um, recap for the week with me and Mush Jackman here. Uh, today obviously is WrestleMania, so it's a huge holiday for me. Uh, this is like the Super Bowl of wrestling, right? Yeah, I know. We're, we're looking forward to the WrestleMania tonight, and especially you. Yeah, and I'm uh, really many, excited. many millions of fans out there. Also, I'm a wrestling fan, but uh, I'm gonna watch it too, probably. Definitely, and uh, on the network, you, you can't beat it. Nine ninety nine. It's cheaper. You're not paying the seventy bucks that we used to pay every other year for it. Yes. We don't have the hot boxes anymore like we used to. Yeah, that was the good old days. The good old days, not anymore. Nope. Uh, but uh, what we have basically, and what I wanted to really run through, um, is go through some of the uh, daily daily stuff, and then we'll uh, talk about our show a little bit that we're going to be doing on Friday. So, um, really quick, and we'll do some recaps on it. Um, Mush obviously is a huge uh, Bulls fan and NBA fan. Period. So he follows NBA and uh, and and the Bulls intensely, uh, probably more so more than me. Um, I, I I fell in love. I'm in love with baseball now that the opening started, and I'm a huge supporter of trying to get MLB opening day as a national holiday, but it's never going to happen. But in any case, uh, we'll start with NBA right off the bat. So um, what, the Bulls, they're, they're sort of on a roll, 7-3 and three in their last 10, five-game win streak, what do you think they're looking like so far, at least for this week or in the last couple, two weeks since we last met? What do you think they're looking like? Uh, they're, looking, they're looking good. They're looking good. I mean, uh, a couple games, they played against Milwaukee. They should have blew them out, and they let Milwaukee come back. But uh, they ended up winning that game, which they needed to do because Milwaukee is not a very good team. They looked great yesterday against the Wizards. Now, the Wizards are a pretty good team. They're going to be in the playoffs. That might be a possible matchup. For the Bulls in the playoffs, and they, they did good. They did good. Uh, DJ Augustine was on fire, and uh, they looked really well together, passing, cutting, yeah. playing well as a team. I, I would rather to uh, looking at the uh, um, playoff brackets. Uh, I remember last time we talked, we were they were going to play Brooklyn. Yes, and I, I personally believe that we need to fight for that three spot because then we would end up playing Washington. So, in my personal opinion, I think we match up better with Washington, and we won't be as beat up going into the second round. Because if we play Brooklyn, I think we're going to – we'll win. But I think it's going to go seven games, six games, and we're going to have a run for our money, I think. I totally agree. I wouldn't want to play Brooklyn in the playoffs. Especially Uh, in the first round. No. 
No, because uh, they got a lot of superstars on that team. They got a lot of guys who've been there who won championships. Uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, Paul Pierce. Uh, they're vet- yeah, they're yeah, veterans. They're veterans. Joe they know jo- what to do in the crunch, crunch time. Right. Joe Johnson's a deadly shooter. They they got they're a very good team. I I Deron Williams point. Yeah, Deron Will. Yeah, uh, how can I miss him? He's an all star. So uh, uh, Washington, uh, I think. I mean, I don't want anybody could beat anybody, especially in the playoffs. The, the season, but I'd rather throw. the matchup looks better for us against. Yes, Washington. on paper, Washington looks like a better matchup for the Bulls. I yeah. agree. So for the week, I mean, again, I, I'm. Again, I've said this before. I really think that um, DJ Augustine, the reason he's having success is because of the reason or the way Thibodeau has the offensive system built for the Bulls. That's the reason Nate Robinson had a good good success with us. And, I mean, we're seeing that with DJ Augustine as well right now. Um, but, I mean, i got to give the guy credit. I mean, the guy is... He's beasting it right now. He's really tearing it up. I mean, there's he's scoring twenty plus game, twenty plus points a game in the last like what five six games. I mean, the guy's tearing it up. And uh, I know there was comments out there that I saw that he wants to resign with the Bulls. I really hope he does. Even with D Rose coming back, I think that'd be fantastic. But I mean, what do you, I mean, how are you taking DJ Augustine? Oh, I, I like DJ Augustine. Like I said before, I think he's the one who saved the team for the Bulls. The Bulls were under 500 when they got TJ Augustine. And when they him, got him, him and, and kept him. Yes. Saving the team. Yes. You know, uh, t- Tom, he adjusted his planning. Noah, a lot of times, runs like a point guard. Yeah. He runs at top of the key, and you got guards cutting and forwards cutting, Butler and uh, uh, and other guys cutting at a hoop, uh, and uh, Noah can see it. He's, a very, he's like a quarterback on the team. And I think DJ Augustine is a, is a very good player, and uh, – He's shooting lights out. He yeah. he has good penetration. He dishes to the other guy. He's an unselfish player. I think the Bulls should try very hard to resign this guy. And I and I think also you're looking at uh, what's his name uh, Butler. The last ten games has been playing very well too. Yes, he went through a little midseason slump yeah. with the shooting, and, and now, now he's coming through. Yes. He's hitting his open jumpers. He's hitting the three. He's the player we saw two, three, two, three years ago, or two years, two yes. years ago. Yeah, because his defense was always spot on. Yeah. I mean, you could never knock his defense. But the last couple weeks, the last two weeks, especially one week, he's been improving his shooting. And man, if they get a shooting going, the Bulls can be deadly in the playoffs. Yeah. So we got playoffs. Uh, playoffs are on April nineteenth. We got five games left in the season for the Bulls. Uh, who are the five teams we're playing? Okay, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're a pretty good team. I mean, I wouldn't. We should get a win. Hopefully, yeah, we sh- we should. But I think it's going to be a pretty good fight with yeah. that team. You got the Pistons. After that, easy win. Yeah, who aren't so good. Okay, and you got the Knicks, who uh, might be a little challenging. I think they're going to be a tough team because I think they're going to try to fight for that finals eighth seed in the playoff spot. So I wouldn't sleep on the Knicks. And you got the Magic next. Easy. Yeah, if I didn't hear much of them, so I don't think. And then the Bobcats good. might be a little bit of a challenge at the end, right? Because they're also playoff fighting for the play. Well, they're an eight seed right now, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bobcats. Pretty so it's good not too. too hard of a schedule for the last five games. No, no. So you're looking at probably an easy four wins. I'm thinking not not easy, but easy for sure. Three, maybe four. I would say, yeah, yeah. They should. You know, it's like you can't, you can't, you got to win the teams that you're supposed to be. So here's my can't question have letdowns. that I just thought of. So you're fighting for the three spot, and I would really try to fight for the three spot. I I really wished that if we would have been comfortable at this point right now with the, that we had the three spot clinched. If I was Tibbs, I'd be pulling a Miami 
and a San Antonio and benching all my guys right now for the last five games to give them rest. And not all five games, but at least two games, bench Noah, bench like your top guys, give them the rest because they're going to need it going in. But we're fighting for that three spot because we're tied right now, and it's like you can't give them the rest. Right, and uh, Toronto's got the tiebreaker. Yep. So if the if the you records have to beat are them on record, right? If the records are even, Toronto's going to get that third spot. Yeah. So and then that, we're going to have to play probably Brooklyn. Definitely. So that's that's just. Uh, I just wish we had a little bit more of a comfortable spot to give our guys some rest going yeah. into the playoffs well, and stuff. Yeah, well, Tibbs, you don't rest too much anyways, but yeah, it, it would be nice if they had that luxury. Because, man, the Spurs, uh, their players are only playing like uh, 30 minutes a game, they're starters. I yeah. mean, he's they're, they're resting them, man. They're going to become fresh for the playoffs. They are. And, and, I mean, Miami sort of does the same thing too. Yes, yes. But, I mean, the thing is, Miami, all those players are young. You know what I mean? I don't know why they're doing Well, I know D. Wade's injury-prone and all that stuff. But right. I, I mean, for San Antonio, they're, they're, yeah, it, San it validates how good their bench is too. Because when you're playing your star players at 30 points a game or 30 minutes a game, having a bench that can continue to keep winning games and hold up their own end of the deal, I think that, that shows credit to their bench. Yeah, yeah. And they're winning not by one or two points. They're winning by 15. Convincing. Yeah, they're winning. I mean, they're blowing some teams out and stuff. What do they have, a 19-game win streak? Yeah. And and that wasn't with the starters playing much? Yeah. I mean, that does say a lot about their bench scoring. Yeah, so. But, but Miami's not as young as uh, they were a couple years ago. No. Oh, and yeah. I and I want to kill this and squash it. There was rumors that I guess the Bulls organization in Thibodeau was interested in Bosch at the end of the season, and I really hope that does not happen. I would rather have, I mean, honestly, I would rather have Taj Gibson start and then bring Miritich over from Serbia so we could, or from Spain. He's in Barcelona. He's a Serbian guy. But, um, and have him in here than to bring in a Bosch. I would rather go after Steven in Indiana and leave Bosch go. So I don't think Bosch is that much of a great player. Well, I defensively think, maybe. Yeah, I think Bosch would probably shine more if he was on another team because when he was in Toronto, he did yes, good. Yeah, and uh, Stevenson doesn't get me excited for the Bulls. He just doesn't. I mean, he, he's streaky and he can score points, but I, I don't he can know. Have dead spots. Yeah, he can have, and he's kind of wild. And he's kind of reckless, and he's and he's emotional, and uh, uh, you know he gets, uh, you know he can get technicals and stuff yeah. like that. Well, I don't know. So uh, Eric Murphy got cut, waived by the Bulls. So uh, Eric Murphy no longer is in Chicago. Uh, we didn't see much of him. So no, he mostly sat on the bench. Yeah, not not too sad about that situation. Uh, and the rumor is, it's not really a rumor; it's confirmed. Ronnie Brewer, or the old face of the Bulls, used to play with us. I think two, three years ago. Um, he is uh, being currently tried out at Berto Center and being worked out for the Bulls. Uh, my my assumption um, is that he's eventually going to end up uh, getting a 10-day contract, and then probably they'll sign him for the rest of the playoff season or something. Or since we're so close to the end of the season, they may just sign him for the remainder of the season, and that's it for the playoff run. Yeah, he's a versatile player. He plays small forward. Sometimes they can throw him at the big guard. And uh, uh, he, he, he did well when he was with the Bulls. He's all right. So, uh, be you know. Yeah, hands down. So, uh, looking good. Uh, the other thing I'd like to point out is the Pacers are self-destructing, and it is so funny to see right now. And and it's it, everyone's pointing the finger at each other. 
You had Hibbert uh, complaining uh, on, uh, on on ESPN the other day. Um, you've got even uh, George complaining and saying that there's crybabies on the team. And I mean, it's just a self-destruction of the Pacers. And I mean, they're such a good, talented team. And I really don't want to see this happening because I really want to root for the Pacers over the heat. But um, it, it's just sad to see what's going on with them right now. Yeah, they're having a tough time scoring points, and uh, I don't know. You know, the, the so far the Turner uh, trade did not work out for them. As, yeah, as that's what planned. it's looking like now. Right. I think what's what's happening right now is I, I think they're finding out that there's really no true leader because if if this was happening with a great leader on the team, you would have none of this where everyone's pointing fingers at each other in Indiana. You would have a leader take the responsibility and take entire blame, and then that way none of this would be going on in the media. But instead, what you have right now is a team of young guys that are basically blaming each other for why they're losing and they can't win. And I think that's playing with a lot of the young guys. They're creating their own problems, I think. They're a great team if they can just sit down, figure it out, and, and gut it out, and one guy take the blame, the responsibility, and hold that on his shoulders while the rest of the team performs but I I don't I mean again I think that's coaching the coach should be the one that figures that out and sits down with his team and does all that too so I I know he's been there for a long time but yeah we'll see what happens with Indiana in the playoffs yeah figure pointing is never good and in sports and work and life I mean you're just supposed to kind of man up take it on the chin and and go forward if uh, you know so yeah hopefully hopefully they improve and they could make a better uh playoff run although i'm rooting for the bulls and uh, i think the bulls got a chance really to beat anybody in the east i'm yeah well it's going to be interesting then other other tip tidbits um for the nba uh some some stupid ones but some decent ones um phil jackson of the new york new york knicks uh open conversation with lamar odom not sure what that's all about i don't know um if he wants to bring him there or not but i know odom's a little bit of uh, it's got some personal issues as of late, and that's why he hasn't been playing in the NBA. But um, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Kyrie has been rumored to say uh, that he wants out of Cleveland. Wow! And I don't, I don't think Cleveland will do that. I mean, I think the best thing for Cleveland right now is as an owner, if you own them, um, you would have to sit down with the guy and tell him, "Listen, hang in. I'm going to go out there and get players for you over here in Cleveland, and go from there." But yeah, you can't lose Kyrie. If you lose Kyrie, Cleveland's going to become like the black hole of the NBA. Yeah, where no one ever wants to go there. Right. I mean, Kyrie is a, he's one of the top point guards in the league right now, and he's he's a great talent. And uh, they I'm sure they I know they don't want to lose him. Yeah. And then uh, on, on on a funnier note, which sort of made me laugh when I saw this, uh, if you guys don't remember Stephon Marbury from the Knicks, uh, he actually won his second Chinese championship, and uh, the guy was in complete full breakdown mode, crying on the floor in China after he won. So uh, the guy's apparently like a Michael Jordan superstar in China right now. So it's sort of funny when you see that. And he looks old. When you see him on TV, he looks old, and the guy's still balling it in China. Well, you know, anything you're number one at, if it's a China League, if it's a NBA, it's still a great accomplishment to be number one. So, you know, give them credit. Give them a congrats on that. Yeah. Uh, NFL, uh, Bears, not too much Bears talk going on or Bears uh, issues happening. The, the only thing that's really good is uh, the Bears did resign uh, Eben Britton, 
uh, offensive tackle. Uh, and the other one is Chris Conte is out four to five months. Uh, I hope he's out a little bit longer so that that way we won't have him on the roster. Uh, again, we had an off mic conversation about this and Mush said, you know what? That's really the coach's job to decide not to be on the roster. And I truly 100% agree, but I just, at this point, Conte does not deserve to be a Chicago bear. Um, but you know what? I mean, we have to deal with them. It's sad enough that on the, on the, on our roster breakdown, he's actually the starter still. But we'll see what happens in the draft. I'm really hoping we get haha, and that way we can uh, put him into the uh, Conte's role, and then we can go from there. But uh, a lot of things happen in, in the entire rest of the NFL. So uh, basically, what you got going on is uh, you have Chris Johnson got released by Tennessee. Yeah, well, this guy a couple years ago was number one neck and neck with Adrian Peterson. So I mean, that was only a few years ago. So this is a talented guy. I know he haven't had his best seasons. But I'm thinking in the right spot, in the right program, uh, this guy can still be deadly. Yeah, so uh, rumor has it that uh, Jacksonville is interested in him. Uh, and obviously, uh, Jacksonville lost uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, who went to the Raiders. And 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 with the, with uh, with MJD going to the Raiders, it was a little weird because they have McFadden. Yeah, McFadden is a... a and I know he, gets, he but got he's injured. injury prone. Yeah, that's a problem. The last two years, he got literally like set out but right. um, or he got injured so he didn't play but uh it, it just was weird like I, I don't know i don't know if they're just using mjd i mean what happens if both guys are healthy you've uh, got two stud receiver or they could be studs i'm not saying they're gonna be good years but two good running backs that can play for you and i don't know i just thought it was a weird move unless they're thinking of cutting ties with mcfadden or something later on the road uh, but again, MJD is old too. He doesn't have too much under his belt left. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league a long time, and the running backs generally don't perform too great uh, after thirty. I mean, there has been some exceptions, but that's uh, a tough position. You get a lot of beating in that running back spot. Yeah, and then uh, the other big move was Deshaun Jackson, who uh, both we agree very, very talented uh, individual uh, was waived by Philadelphia, and he signed with the Redskins, which I think can be a dangerous combo. If they put RG3 back into the starting role at quarterback and Deshaun Jackson, that could be lethal there. Oh, yeah, that could be a deadly uh, t- a team right there. Uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson is an explosive receiver with great speed and great hands. And, uh, you know, Philly's going to have to see him twice a year now. So Yeah, it's same be t- division. That's yeah, the thing that's yeah, messed up. Yeah, he's going to be a tough guard for anybody. Yeah. Uh Bucks uh our old man Lovey uh is doing work over there. Uh so they ended up trading Mike Williams to the Bills. Mike Williams I thought was a solid receiver. I had him in some of my fantasy leagues too. Did pretty decent for me. Uh they traded him to the Bills for a sixth rounder. Uh, which wasn't too bad. Uh, and then uh, our old uh, boy, Major Wright, is gone uh, from the Chicago Bear organization, uh, and he currently signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, it, it looks like what's happening is Lovey's trying to grab some of his old guys, and he's doing what he's used to doing is he's building a defense in in, uh, uh, in Tampa Bay right now. Yeah, uh, Lovey's a great defensive coach. I mean, he he uh, forced the one a lot of turnovers, and that's what coaches usually do. They bring players that they're familiar with and that they trust, and they can get the job done. And uh, you've got um, Manziel talked to the Raiders, uh, or the Raiders, let's say, talked to Manziel. Uh, and uh, I don't like the guy. I, I really think uh, Johnny Football's not going to do that great. Uh, when he gets into the NFL. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. What do you think of the move? you think he would fit in in the Raiders? Well, I don't know. The Raiders were a struggling team uh, last year. 
So it's anytime you go there uh, uh, to a team that's, you know, it's going to be hard. They, they got to give him some line, some protection. And uh, I don't know, hopefully he can uh, make the best of it if they decide, if they're the ones who decide to pick him. Who Who's starting quarterback right now for Raiders? No, we don't know. I got to look at that. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I just, I, I just think Johnny. Well, uh, wasn't it Palmer? Yeah, but I think Carson he, Paul- he's, he went to, uh, Oh yeah, he went to the Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, My he went bad. to Arizona. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Oh, it was what the the rookie from Ohio State. Um, either way, it doesn't matter. I, I just think Johnny Football. I mean, especially when you put him under the Raiders. I know the Raiders did a lot of signings off season for defense, and uh, they lost Houston to the Bears and everything. But uh, overall, I think it could be um potentially dangerous for Manziel, but we'll see what happens. If I was them, I'd probably go with a different pick than Johnny, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in the offseason. So um, we also got uh, baseball. So um, I'm a Sox fan. I saw Sox, uh, a lot of the Sox games, uh, especially against the Twins uh, when we started the season, uh, which recently was this week, which I'm really excited about Major League Baseball opening day. Um, and then I did watch some of the Cubs. I, I, I know I bashed the Cubs a lot, but uh, I, I'm still interested in, in, and like to see what they're doing with their team and stuff. Um, I will give credit where credit's due. Um, I really think Mike Olt looks amazing uh, at third base, and I think he's going to be a long-term third baseman for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, they are currently 1-4 and four right now in the season, so uh, they're not starting out on a good foot, which is uh, not a good deal. So uh, that doesn't look too great. Uh, with White Sox as well, I mean, they, they started hot. Uh, now they are 2-3. and three. Um, they're playing Kansas City. Kansas City looks really, really good. Bottom line, I thought that they looked amazing. Um, the last couple of games were zero and two against them. Um, we uh, the series with Minnesota went two and one. Um, the big bright spot that I saw with the White Sox was uh, Marcus Simeon, really good. Um, I thought he was uh, one of the bright spots that we had. And the bad thing with the White Sox that I saw was our bullpen, and it really, really scares me. There's a lot of games. There's like two games that I think our bullpen completely blew where we had the game wrapped, and then all of a sudden we lost it, and uh, uh, our bullpen basically blew the game for us. So um, overall, um, I'm really excited about baseball. I'm really excited to see what happens with the White Sox uh, and with the Cubs. I mean, the, the only thing I'm really looking forward to the Cubs is seeing some of these youth guys that Epstein put so much effort into bringing in. Uh, so we'll see what happens when they come up finally, maybe a little bit towards the end of the season, uh, to see what happens there and uh, if he brings them, if they bring them luck and they start winning and stuff. So what else do we got? Uh, the show for Friday. Yes, we're going to have an interesting show, guys. We're going to talk about the uh, upcoming games for the playoffs, uh, for the Bulls uh, heading into the playoffs. And uh, we're going to talk about their seeding. And then uh, in the rest of the NBA, how they're panning out, who's going to play who. And then, this is going to be really interesting, guys. We're going to have we're going to talk about the top five NBA player at their uh, respective positions yeah. of all time. So uh, Friday on the 11th, we're going to have the Chicago Tree Party in full effect. It's going to be the three of us, Sammy the Bull, Big Nick, Mitch Jackman. And we're going to be sitting down and going over NBA uh playoff breakdown uh which will be closer it'll be april 11th so it'll be closer to um basically what we're looking at in the playoff seeds 
it'll give us a better look and a glance of of the seeds and the brackets. We can talk a little bit more into it. Hopefully, almost everyone will have clinched by then. So the only thing that may change is a little shuffling in position. Uh, but we'll look at that and go over that. Uh, but the most interesting thing is that's this is when we're going to take our uh, our gloves off and start boxing. Um, top five NBA all time respective position players by positions. We're going to go through every position: center, power forward, small forwards, shooting guard, and point guard. And the three of us are going to have different lists. Um, I already saw glances of some of our lists, and uh, it, it's different. And I think what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going at it uh, between why we think one guy is number two and the other guy thinks he's a four, and we're, we're going to have some fun, some honor, honorable mentions, and and so on and so forth. So uh, it's going to be very, very interesting, guys. Uh, you'll probably f- see us starting to fight and uh, uh, start laying it down so we can prove why each player should be where they're at. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know Mush is looking forward to it, too. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun uh interesting uh comparison of what we got and why each guy's got a certain player at certain positions spots hands down may be one of the best shows that we have so far today and uh uh, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. The only thing I would like to say is that uh, we are, uh, Mush and Sammy the Bull, are possibly going to start a uh, boxing podcast. Uh, these two guys are very, very knowledgeable about boxing. Uh, they've been watching it since they came out uh, of their diapers, um, but they uh, li- religiously watch it. Uh, and uh, the show name will be One More Round. Uh, I'll probably be here helping them out with it. Uh, I'm not too vastly knowledgeable about current boxing, but old boxing, I can tell you about it. Um, but it, it's going to be really interesting, uh, and I think that it'll be a fun show to listen to if you're a boxing fan out there. Um, but uh, definitely Friday, February or uh, Friday the 11th, guys, this Friday, uh, our, our Chicago Sports Crunch radio show will be very interesting with the top five rankings, uh, and we'll have a blast. Follow us, guys, again, like I, in the beginning of the show, please follow us on our Facebook um, uh, follow us on our Twitter, like us on our Facebook, uh, go to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, and to our SoundCloud so you can listen to us. Spread the word. Make sure everybody knows about us. Uh, we want to make sure that we get out there and get as many listeners as we can. Leave your comments. Email us. Please do whatever you guys have to do so we can get this thing spread out to everybody. Um, other than that, I think we're done. This is a quickie because we're going to be back on Friday. So we just wanted to make sure we do the promo, let you guys know where we're at, give an update a little bit of what's happening in the city, uh, and then we'll go from there. So I got nothing. You got something? Yeah, looking forward to uh, talking to you guys this Friday. It's going to be an interesting fun show, guys. Enjoy the weather, guys, in the city. Uh, we're finally seeing 50s and 60s. Put your windows down. Get your short sleeves out. Uh, we're starting to see some more in Chicago. Thank the Lord. The snow is gone. She said